Hey, today we are talking about bright yellow jumpsuits. <laughs> what? Who wouldn't love that topic? But really more than anything, just talking about that transition back to your fullest existence, which is an all yellow sweatsuit for me. Let's go. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where we do dreams. And finding that alignment in season four has been very important because this is the truth of all the work that the Death of a Dream becomes. And rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life. It's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right. How do I feel my way back there? And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some crazy seasons. We've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack, and we're finally experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation, and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you. doing great um this is the death of a dream podcast where we do dreams daily subject matter and that's basically just a touch point to keep you mentally headed in the right direction although there are some episodes that are dark and sad it's about the majority right and hopefully this realization as you kind of transition through this show that there's less and less of that. Because once we tap that vibration, I think it's really important to stay there and we're capable of staying there. And it's all about finding that, right? And we are capable of finding that. So, uh, part of finding that is making sure that you're recognizing yourself for that. When things go right, when you are amazing, making sure that you're owning it, having a conversation about it, creating this narrative around your greatness. And I don't know what that sounds like for a male version of this, although I work with teams and that's just how we started. Greatness grounding. Go. And then they fill in that blank. So I don't, I don't know. I just call it my, when we're at the dinner table, when we're lucky enough to have that opportunity. And yesterday was just the most delicious night of existence for our family. Cause we all just got to hang out and do things and eat dinner at the dinner table and talk about our great things. And it was amazing. And we haven't gotten that just because life, right? <laughs> 
And so I was very grateful to receive that moment last night. And to be able to sit down and do that, I know that that's not always realistic, but how are we having those conversations then if we miss those moments? And so we got to create the opportunity once in a while. And if it's on a team, I always just say, that's how we start our day. Same as with this show. Let's go go around a circle. What's your great thing? That's how we start. It sort of ups the level of vibration because everybody's sitting there telling these stories of how amazing they are and they grow more confident and comfortable in it. And you learn more about people than you would if you just went around the circle and got right to business, right? You start to hear the track of what matters to them, what excites them, what they feel great about. And I loved it back when I was coaching and we were practicing this. I would love to get to know my player outside of how they show up every day, you know, because they're showing up for my sport, but they're not even excited for my sport. They're excited about their performance in soccer this weekend. And like, I need to know that too. What is most important to them? What are we taking time to get excited about for them and with them so that we get to know what they care about? And we can make sure that we create instances that matter to them. So we're not saying things like, no, you can't play that sport while you're playing my sport. If that's what gives them life, then they should be playing it. Right? They should. And they should also play this. They should do it all if they feel so excited to. Come on. Anyways, that's a part of what we do here in Greatness Grounding is just about creating this narrative of greatness. So when our backs are up against the wall, when we're questioning it ourselves, we have this track record to go back and check the tapes. Like, no, I write about this every day. You, random phone call or random person that comes in and makes a comment, oh, you don't get to distract me from this. I know my greatness. You may not, and that's okay. You don't know me, right? But we got to make sure that you have that relationship with yourself so you know. And those randoms or even the people we know who try to dissuade you from knowing that don't get to. So my great thing from yesterday was really just sitting down, getting back to my five and five planner. Um, we, we did it one day last week, but I didn't even check it. Um, <laughs> but it was good, right? Cause that's the beginning of a practice sometimes just remembering that it exists and having time to add that back in. And The result of that was this reminder of how important it is to have a steady baseline, right? So we're not coming home and feeling overwhelmed and the amount of overwhelm of everything causes us to just sit in a chair and be immobile. And that's been my state for probably the last, let's see, it's October, Definitely the last 60, like 75 days, I've pretty much come home and been mobile. And I'm very thankful to my husband who saw my 
overwhelm and my inability to move. And he stepped up and took over a lot of the things that I usually was doing for the house. But this is the first time that I've left the house in a while too, that the majority of my time wasn't spent in the house. And so when my time was spent in the house, hello, I needed it to be structured and clean and and all of those things. But the moment that I stepped out, it was hard to remember how to balance all of that because I hadn't done it for so long. So I'm thankful and grateful that he stepped up and is still stepping up and taking on a majority of that as I figure out what this new balance is going to be. But because I was struggling with finding a balance so much, I was not moving, not moving at all, not moving at my shop, not moving at home. And I am grateful for the many people and few in most people's eyes, but the many people who stepped in and loved my immobility and reminded me that I deserve a clean place to live. I deserved more than what I was settling for for myself, but also it was just like, The list of things that needed to be done was constant and long and never ending. And so it was hard for me to show up and do those extra things because my mind was racing so much on all the things that hadn't gotten done or all the things that still needed to get done. And so that left me not moving when I got home. And so I'm grateful to be in this place. I am grateful for my amazing friends who loved me through that. My husband, my friend Kim, um, my sister Heather, my sister Hillary, my mom, my dad, um, just all these people who kind of showed up and chose to (laughs) do things for me. Um, My stepmom, my stepdad, all these people just showed up and did things really without asking, went above and beyond, allowed me to basically be a ghost of a human being. My two girls, they just stepped up and did without question and sort of loved me through the last 75 days where I was basically a shell of a person because I'm just trying to sort through so much of how we get this all done. And so I'm extremely grateful for those people, extremely grateful for everyone in my life and their willingness to make it through these moments with me. Because no one, no one, not a single soul is asking for you to become an entrepreneur, writer, to go live your dreams. No one, well, maybe some people are saying that to you, but the majority, right? Because they realize that that's a lot of work, that that's a lot of time intensive behavior, that this is not for the faint of heart. And that this might mean that the bathroom's not (laughs) clean the way that it should be, or it might mean that the laundry hasn't been done and put away. And, you know, a little bit of me is realizing that we've gone away from some of the things that got us right where we are, some of the minimalist practices, but not out of 
we went away from that because we aren't minimalists. I think we went away from that because it's just easier to buy the thing than to take care of the thing, to just give in and get it done. And we've very much been in that place. So it's okay, right? When we get into these modes of movement, sometimes all we can do is exist. And that's where I've been. And I'm excited to finally feel like I can add more. I can get back to the practices that really ground me in how I spend my days and keep me moving in a direction that's important to go forward. But for everybody who hung with me and my family, my friends, those people who are this steady burst of love when I didn't even have time, mental energy to love myself, they did it. And to the brands who have went through what building something with someone could look like. And they've been so loving and so constant and reassuring and steady and understanding that I can't thank all of them enough. And this will be the first time that this is the first time. But I am forever thankful for the people who have loved me through the last 75 days because, like, there was an extra room for all the things that needed to happen. And I'm grateful to finally be in a place where those things can happen and we can add back. It just, it's been go time since I got off of vacation the first week of August. And we knew that, right? We knew that there was like the calm before the storm, that there were a lot of wheels up 2022, right? And I think wheels up 2022 was preparing for like bear down 2023, get done and move. And part of that movement is coming back to the things that got us to the place of movement, which really was all of these practices of minimalism, of time management, of a daily plan. And I've been just kind of swimming, but I'm excited to finally be head above water and to start moving again. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. Right? So important. And even just to have those talk through moments where you really think through how hard that was. And and be so very grateful that there were people to catch you in the wake of your life, right? <laughs> I certainly am. And I'm certainly going to start making sure that I'm showing up for those people the way that they showed up for me in the future as well. So yesterday, big things happened. Here's what. I spent what would seem like 
a large percentage of my childhood in a scruffy Hanes jumpsuit. And I've talked about it before. And the scruffiness of it, I'm guessing, just has to do with the fact that it was probably 100% cotton, that my mom probably had to launder it more than most 100% cotton Hanes sweatsuits are washed because of the frequency that I wore it in. And I'm sure that it was stained because why would anyone, this is probably why I owned this outfit to begin with, because it was probably on sale, because why would anyone buy a child's sweatsuit in the color of bright yellow? That's bad for everyone, right? It's like, Oh, if you had the choice and you were a parent, you were making a decision, you would not choose the white shirt. Certainly not. Ever. Ever, ever. And <laughs> you would choose the darker colored thing because stains, because life. But I'm sure that my mother did not have a choice when she found this bright yellow Hanes jumpsuit that she could fabric crayon Hannah Banana on. Um, I'm sure that she didn't feel like she had the choice and she bought it. And I would wear that until I outgrew it, which probably happened three days after I got it because of how much I grew as a child, six foot by the time I was in basically seventh grade. Yeah. I mean, I was probably about 5'10", and I grew a couple more inches through high school, but tall, quickly. And so I spent my childhood in this sweatsuit, and when it couldn't be a sweatsuit anymore because I had outgrown it, I cut it off, and it was a cut-off sweatsuit. And so... I have longed for a yellow-on-yellow yellow sweatsuit, like you wouldn't believe. And the other morning, my sister sent me this message, like, hey, Zaya is dropping a yellow sweatsuit, all yellow. If there was something more made for you, I don't know what it is, you must own this. And I was like, ah. and then I realized I must own this. This is the planets aligning. This is that moment. This is the world, the universe saying like, Hannah, you're on the right track. I will tell you that the person who wore a all yellow Hanes jumpsuit with a fabric crayon Hannah Banana, that girl did not care what the world thought. She loved yellow, bananas, her name, the fact that her name rhymed with banana, the fact that her name rhymed with something that was yellow. She loved that. And she owned every part of that existence, wore it proudly as much as she could, owned 
her entire existence, her aura. She was that person. You could not dissuade her from it. And this, the whole practice of this, the whole movement of the death of a dream, of this moment, was like, no, we're not, we're not that that thing. We're not what people tell us we are ourselves. And this whole process over the last five years has been about finding myself, my truth, how I'm supposed to show up in this world. And so the fact that right now, a company is just like, you know what? It's yellow on yellow. Here's a sweatsuit right? It's not leggings, not like a cute crop top and leggings. It's a sweatsuit. Yellow on yellow. The fact that the universe aligns and says here, and that my sister sees it, sends it to me. The fact that I just made a friend, not that long ago, a friend of a friend with someone who sells that in my town. And so I know right when it's coming out, just in case it sells out, I know that I can get it, right? All these things, these amazing things. Here they are all lining up, just telling me, I think further confirming the fact that I am her. I am Hannah, banana. Like, I am back to that place where I was when I was little, that truth that I just do me. That I don't question or take assignments. This is just who I am. And you can make all the comments you want about my 20 ponytails sticking straight out of my head. About my yellow jumpsuit that I have wore four days in a row. But true to who I was as that little kid in elementary, as I am now, this is who I am. And the world should know that it's it's a yellow jumpsuit for me. That's it. It's following that creative path. It's following those juices, those lenses. It's positivity and love and optimism and excitement and enthusiasm and joy and freedom and adventure. And I feel like the world is conspiring to confirm what I feel like I am beginning to understand, learn, and know. That Hannah Banana is back, y'all. And the tip of the iceberg was allowing myself to bring yellow back into my life. Allowing myself to take comfort in who that person was. 
and how she acted and allowing myself to remember and go there and take a chance and explore and do the things that my heart was leading me to and not settle for what the rest of the world expected of me or who or where I had already built relationships to just let me go. Go and figure it out. Go on an adventure of a lifetime. Like how many people are willing to document their journey. The true journey. This is real. This is me. This is every day for the last four years of my life. Not knowing if we'd ever get there. Not knowing if we'd ever get to the place that we were searching so long for sitting on a cabin <laughs> um, porch wondering about the world trying to remember who I was supposed to be and this yellow jumpsuit I believe is a confirmation from the universe that this is this is where we go this is who i'm supposed to be this is me And I'm so grateful for all the things that had to align for all of this to happen. And for just truth. And I guess I don't know how else to put it except for this is me. And this isn't a reinvention of me. This is who I was. Hannah did not care. She moved through the world the way she felt called. She didn't listen to the fact that nobody was wearing 20 ponytails on the top of their head, nor had short hair nor wore that many butterfly clips attached to the ponytails. She didn't care. Nobody liked the color yellow. She didn't care. Nobody wore their favorite color every single day. She didn't care. Nobody sat down, made themselves a mapped out plan of what they would wear, when they would wear it, only had seven outfits to choose from. But on Sunday, this is our church outfit, and we would wear that every single day, every single Sunday. And I don't know why. 
but like how you naturally showed up as a child is still in there. It's still like begging to come out. And mine had just been buried this bright, yellow, sure, confident, beautiful, optimistic, joyful, adventurous shell of a human had been covered and buried in black and gray and corporate and listening to other people. She had been buried in expectations from the world. She wasn't allowed to live like that. And she listened to the world questioning her eventually and slowly but surely made her way away from yellow, made her way away from the confidence that she was born with, made her way away from trusting herself her decisions wandered away from joy, adventure, and enthusiasm, made her way away from who she was meant to be. And it's almost as if that person the shell of the person that I had been is ready to release. And I, I feel like I'm right on the cusp of that. I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but I keep just feeling this like shadow of an existence that's ready to let go. And I think that's that shell that I put around myself to like protect this beautiful, bright, yellow human being that I've always been. And I was afraid to let her out for a long time because of what I was told. Like, you can't operate like that. You can't be that person. And I'm not afraid for her anymore. I know that she's ready to come out. And I, I, I couldn't bring myself to put on the yellow jumpsuit because I just don't feel ready. But I am excited that it exists and is ready for me when I am. And I feel like there's a last shedding of that shell that I can feel. I can feel that shadow ready to release. Like I can't, I can't explain it. And I need to read up on that more, but I can feel it ready to depart. It's almost like holding on at my shoulders and I can, I can feel that tension, if that makes sense. And they're ready to go. There's something still kind of holding on. 
but I, I can feel the world preparing me for this transition back to my full bright yellow self. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep bringing their art into this world, changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at hannahness.channel on all socials. Help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hannahness.channel as well. Change the world.